And now, The Fine Print with Attorney Jen Rout. Attorney Jen Rout. I am Attorney Jen Rout, and with me, as always, is my handy sidekick, Ben Needenthal. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Good. How are you no, doing? good. I'm handy today. You're huh? handy today. Okay. How am I handy? You know, you can occasionally hang things and <laughs> use a hammer. and <laughs> those. Yes, I'm very good at those two things. Those hanging, two th- hanging things and hammers. Hey, you hung these curtains in I, here. Uh, no, nice. I've, 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 I built the wall out there in front of my wife's office. Uh, I've, I've, you know. Done, yeah, I've done quite a bit of construction, That's I guess my you could point. say. You are nothing, handy. Nothing major, you know. Right. You know, nothing, but handy. Nothing like hermetically sealed or, or anything medical or anything like that. No. But, you know, yeah. No. And IKEA, I can knock that shit together in no time. Noted. Yeah. I've so. never been to IKEA. How it's like one of the great. It's when this one opens, that that'll be like a lunch date for you and I. We will go to IKEA. We will walk through the store because that's an experience. And it's like Pirates of the Caribbean with furniture. It's amazing. And then they've got <laughs> great food in a cafeteria in the middle. So yeah. Oh, it's, it's good stuff. It's like an all day. It's you could spend probably if we did one like after our our weekly meeting and went over there we could probably do that and then get lunch and probably be a couple hours of your time. Fascinating. It's awesome. IKEA is amazing. I feel like we should insert a movie quote about going to Home Depot and Bed Bath and Beyond next, but only <laughs> if there's enough time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we could probably work something out. But uh, by the way, Home Depot's and Lowe's slogan should be something to the effect of "Okay, well, we'll see you in a couple hours when you forgot whatever you came in here for originally." <laughs> God, when I was doing all the stuff for my off my studio here, it was just like we give it. Okay, all right, we got all the stuff we need, except screws. Okay, let's go back and get screws. Oh, we also need this, this, and this. Okay, okay, perfect. Did we get tape? No, we did not get tape. Let's go back to the stupid hardware store again. So yeah. Oh, so you've been there a lot lately. Oh yes. Mm. Oh yes. So, yeah. So yeah. So that's that's what I've been handy doing. Lately. Yeah. Yeah. You know how you avoid that. Hire other people. Hire a contractor. Yeah, I know. But that costs money. True. And money does not grow on trees that I've noticed. What? I know, right? Do you have a money tree? No. I actually I do have a money tree, but <laughs> no, it does not grow real money. <laughs> well then that is a bullshit money tree is what that is. I had a very nice client bring me a money tree. <laughs> That's what it's called. Okay. Well, like, what is the money tree? It kind of looks like a weird bonsai tree with a braided, tr- with braided trunks. Okay. And the the tree, it's just a tree. It's, it's, a, not it's, mid- it's a little potted plant. Does tree. it have money involved in any way, shape? I or form? have no idea. But she said I had to put it in my wealth corner, <laughs> which she told me which what that was. Which which in which corner is your wealth corner? You've got a lot of corners in your office. I too. do. When you walk in, it's the back corner of my desk by the window okay all right so it works i mean it looks nice (laughs) whatever and you're just you are richer than hell because you've got all that sweet lawyer money coming Uh uh-huh yeah so yeah perfect that's it so contractors yes they cost money but uh, a lot of times you want to have somebody who who knows what the hell they're doing do something like for example in my studio i will not be doing any of the electrical work because 
I'm not a crazy person. Right. And I don't know enough about electricity to do it safely, so I'm going to have somebody in who knows what the hell they're doing. That's a good idea. We like you. Let's not electrocute you. Yeah. Electricity and plumbing are kind of the two where I'm like, you know, Mm -hmm. things can go off the rails with those two (laughs) things. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Noted. Well, so our topic today is really building a new home and construction. Okay. All right. Okay. So- there is very low real estate inventory right now, mm-hmm. so it's hard to buy a house. Okay, um, and if you're buying a house, you're also probably paying top dollar for it because it's still a seller's market, and sellers can do that. So a lot of people are turning their attentions to new builds. Okay, which is a great thing sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Most it's of the time. amazing. When it's not. When it until is. It's, yeah, yeah, until it's not. Until it is not. So, couple things to keep in mind. Okay. Choose your builder wisely if uh-huh. you can. Uh-huh. And I'm actually going to shamelessly plug an organization that I'm involved in real quick here. Go for it. Uh, I work with an organization called NARI, which is the National Association of the Remodeling Industry. Of course, they also do new builds, things like that as well, but they're all vetted uh, contractors. They're all very, very good. They put them through an extremely stringent vetting process to make sure that you're getting the best best of the best. So, good place to start. Um, just look up Nary on the internet if you are in. They, they're all over the, the, the country, too, so it's not just a local thing. But, yeah, great way to find a contractor. Right. But certain neighborhoods, you don't get to choose. Right. So, you would just have to accept that contractor if mm-hmm. that's the neighborhood you want. But there's a few things you still need to ask and then get in writing. Okay. Okay. So, one, the contract is very important. Um, it'll also matter with your lender or their lender. Um, a lot of new builds um, will offer you financial incentives if you use their preferred lender and title company. Okay. Okay. There's a reason they are the preferred lender and title company. Mm-hmm. So, you might want to think that through. Right. Okay. Right. I mean, yeah, it doesn't take a whole lot of abstract thought to really come to a conclusion there. Right. Yeah. Um, the other thing to keep in mind is that those, they're called production builders. So, these are the MIs, the builders who build and de- like develop and then build a bunch of cookie cutter homes. Real quick. Real quick. Cheap materials. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're even if they're nicer homes, they will look to cut corners because that's what they that's do. That's what companies do. Right. Um, and they're not going to negotiate much on the sales price. Right. Um, or at least not off of the base amount. Yeah. Reason being is once one, you know, they give in to one person, then it happens to everyone in the community. They right. all want to get the same deal. Um, what they will often knock off are, you know, up to $10,000 in closing costs or um, add in some special features, those kind of things. Whatever you negotiate, though, get in writing. Right. Very important. Next up, they all have a list of standard features versus add-ons. Mm. You need to be crystal clear. Yeah. About these. Right. Most disputes between new home builders and buyers come from two things. 
mis- miscommunications or misunderstandings mm-hmm. and quality issues. Fair enough. Okay. So be cl- crystal clear about what that has. Mm-hmm. And remember that that model home you are looking at. Yeah. Probably has all of the bells and whistles. It's yeah. not their standard features. Yeah, it is the fully loaded sedan of the of the homes you're looking at. Right. Yeah. It is right. the top of the line everything. Right. Because that's how they sell homes. But then they give you the base model. Right. Which does not have indoor plumbing. It does mm-hmm. not have electricity. Does right. not have running water. Right. Um. You're just going to let that fly. I'm just <laughs> letting it go. It's not worth it. <laughs> letting it go. Ah, oh, yes, it will have running water. Jeez. Um, Hopefully. Right. Builders often do a large markup on certain finishes. Okay. The ones that everyone know, like the ones they know everyone wants. Right. You know, the high-efficiency air conditioner, mm-hmm. which may cost them $500 more. They mark you up 3000 Yep. Um, the granite countertops versus the laminate. Right. They charge a premium. Right. That's how they make their money. Right. Now, granted, granted, granite countertops look very nice, but do you need that? You know? Right. Yeah. So, one of the options you have is to negotiate what work you will do mm-hmm. or have done versus what they will do or okay. have done. It's a way to save money. Mm-hmm. But again, communication problems are often the biggest problem. Sure, sure. And the more cooks in the kitchen, the more problems we have. Right. So cautiously move in that direction. Right. Um, another question that I'll often is not asked are, what are your long-term plans for the community? Okay. Okay. Reason I bring this up. A certain builder here that we may have mentioned already was developing million-dollar homes in Pickerington, which is a nice suburb of Columbus. Mm-hmm. So they're the front of this development, really nice houses. Sure. The further you go on in the back, mm-hmm. the shittier it becomes. Gotcha. <laughs> There's no other word for it. it right. That we go from really nice to. Cardboard boxes with yeah. some shingles. Yeah. Shanty town, yes. Right. It's just, it changes. Right. And they had the flexibility built in to do that. Right. I don't know about you, but if I'm buying a million dollar home, right. I'm not going to be real happy that three blocks down right. is it's Hooverville. an right. $80,000 yeah. home. Yeah, exactly. Or a $200,000 home. It's it's too much of a swing in the same neighborhood. Right, right. So knowing the community plan. Right. Um, Also knowing, is there a homeowners association? Mm, That's a big one, actually. Huge. Yeah. Huge. And they are everywhere. Right. And especially in these planned communities. They're not always necessarily bad, but there's a reason they've earned the reputation that they have. Right. Yeah, and I've known folks that I don't I don't personally live in one. I've lived in an apartment complex that was about as close as it gets. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah, I've, I've heard from numerous people. It's it's an unpleasant experience. Right. So most HOAs charge annual or monthly dues. And you don't always know what those go for. 
Um, they can also then dictate um, what kind of lawn ornaments you can have. Right. Um, what kind of shrubbery and bushes and landscaping and right. what color your house is painted. Right. Yeah. HOAs don't allow some don't allow, you know, a tool shed in the backyard or solar panels or yeah. privacy fences or right. any number of things. And they can issue penalties for infractions. of Right. Those. They can also go through and say, your door is not looking pretty nice anymore. You need to paint yeah. that. Now, some people, that doesn't bother them much. I suppose if you had severe OCD and you like things to all look the same, the same, then that's fine. You There's a community for you. Um, but yeah, for a lot of folks, that, that can be a little bit of a nasty wake-up call. Right. Well, and it can add, especially if you're budgeting for your mortgage. Yeah. Um, and you budget for $1,000 a month, and then the next thing you know, you have a $200 a month HOA due. Yeah. You didn't factor that in. Now your mortgage is 1200 a month. Yeah. Essentially. I yeah. mean, it's a separate payment, but yeah. still. Um, so that's important to know. Mm -hmm. And you want to know what those restrictions are. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe it's a simple one. I know there's some that they charge, you know, $40 a year that maintains the landscaping and the sign and some electric. Mm -hmm. They don't really have a lot of restrictions. It's just to make basically make the community. Right. Um, others, I know some that charge 300 a month. Hmm. Those are steep and yeah. there's a lot that goes into it. There's normally a community pool and Yeah, and probably stuff. groundskeepers, things like that. Right. Like, so there's a lot more yeah. in those. And that would be like that is an advantage if you're the kind of person that like like I don't really like taking care of my yard. I've made no secret about that, but mm -hmm. you know, I wouldn't mind having a service that came <laughs> every so often to do that for me. But that's not the kind of neighborhood that I'm in anyway. So, but, you know, right. it's, it's, but that's something to think about. So, right. Something yeah. to think about. The other thing that you want to make sure of most builders in Ohio, anyway, give you a one year warranty mm -hmm. and then a 10 year structural warranty. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure you get both of those. Right. Um, the fact is, houses settle mm -hmm. and that's okay. Mm -hmm. But, if there is a structural issue, it normally will present within 10 years. And we want to know because right. we want them to fix that. Right. Because um, if not, you might get stuck with a house you can't sell. Yeah. Um, there is one community in Hilliard that when the builders built them, they didn't, they used a uh, exterior finish that, Trapped moisture. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, it, it was stucco, and the way it was done and the way they applied the moisture barrier, they basically didn't do that correctly. Yeah. So we have a whole neighborhood of houses that are full of mold. Yeah, that's bad. And lots of mold, and they no one can sell. Oh, my God. Yeah, because who wants... A moldy home that's already moldy and right. going and to continue knows, to mold. <laughs> yeah. And who knows what the damage is on yeah. the wood framing and yeah. like there's a lot of problems. Yeah, that's a huge deal. That's a big deal. Yeah. Huh. 
Okay, so again, we want to be careful. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we want to get those warranties. Right. You should also get warranties on all your appliances, the hot water heater, air conditioner, all of that stuff should come to you at the end. Yeah. Um, you also, if you can, want to connect with past clients. Mm. But you also have to keep in mind they are only going to connect you with the past clients who like them. Right. So also always check, yeah. do a little research. Right. Have they had 15 complaints filed against them in the last year? Yeah. Maybe that should be a red flag. Yeah. And you never want to buy out of desperation. Yeah. So, and it's hard right now because buyers are desperate to buy houses and there aren't any. Yeah. You don't want to buy out of desperation. Right. Wait it out. It's worth the time. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm not going to tell the story, but I have a friend that did that recently. They were looking for a house in a specific area and their area just kept going farther and farther and farther away. Yeah. So yeah. Right. anyway, right. I said, I'm not going to tell the story. And, and then, then I you, told the story you did. <laughs> anyway, like a dumbass. So yeah. Right. But I mean, all of these things are important because one thing that most homeowners don't realize is that, you know, a home builder has to have inspections. Right. These inspections are not for quality. Right. They are really for completion and code violation. Yeah. Um, and what, I mean, real quick, and I think you and I have talked about this before, what is the requisite for somebody to become an inspector of a home? Like it's... Okay, so two different types of inspectors. Like if you're just buying a home, you get a home inspection, there is no licensure required for that. Now think about that for a second. This is somebody who comes in to inspect the home. Right. No license is required to do that. Right. Like I could literally start doing it tomorrow if I chose to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, there are some national organizations that will do licensing, right. which has a training course and, you right. know, there's a little more oomph behind that. Yeah. But general building inspectors or home inspections. Yeah. There's no licensure. Now, if you're working for the city, mm -hmm. which is city, county, depending on where you're at, there are inspectors who are licensed who will come and inspect because they right. have to sign off at different points during the building process and give you a certificate of occupancy, which says the house can be moved into. Yeah. Okay. Um, they are not checking necessarily for quality. Mm -hmm. they're making sure it is safe. Yeah. And that enough is complete to move on to the next phase. Yeah. That's it. It is a minimum standard. Right. Okay. If you are particular, <laughs> be careful. Yeah. Don't I, rely on that. Yeah. I, I, it's something that when we bought our house, it was flipped by a guy who... Cut a lot of corners. Let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. And now we've got all kinds of things that, you know, we're five, six years into owning the home and like things are starting to fall apart. Things that should not be falling apart are starting to fall apart. And it's like, had we really looked into it and, you know, been a little bit more thorough, probably would have avoided a lot of these things. So, right. You know, it's something that can happen. Right. One of the first cases I got to watch um, the trial of was a case against a home builder here. Um, and 
the house, there were a list of things wrong with the house, but black mold was all through the house. It ruined all of their photo albums. Oh my God. The kids were sick. Oh my God. Everybody was sick. And it ended up being a $3 million, might have been $30 million actually, now that I think about it. It was a $30 million um, judgment in favor of the homeowners hmm. against the builder. Wow. Um, Because water was getting into the home. It was spreading. Yeah. Um, And the builder's defense was they basically sat the homeowners in the witness chair and flipped through a 500-page homeowner's manual mm-hmm. at all of the responsibilities of the homeowner. Okay. Like... The ground settles. Did you add dirt against the house and regrade to make sure yeah. water was flowing away from the home? She's like, no. <laughs> yeah. It was a brand new house. Yeah. Like. Yeah. That all should be taken care of. Yeah. Right. And this all happened, you know, within about a year. Oh, so, man. like, it happened quickly. Yeah. That's not just water flowing yeah. from a little backfill, right. not graded. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there were, there were significant issues and you want to avoid that. So you avoid that with good contracting. You avoid that with good checks and balances. Yeah. Um, you can actually hire a third party inspector. Yeah. Um, who will look for quality Mm -hmm. to kind of go through throughout. Um, the builder will hate you for that. Yeah. But. Yeah. You're paying a lot of money it's, for it's a house. It's a huge investment. And especially if you're building the thing and you want it to be a certain way, a, a certain quality. Or, or right in general, you know? Right. I mean. Now, I would also caution if you are building in a rural area, mm-hmm. they don't necessarily have inspections at all, they right. don't necessarily enforce any building codes. Right. Uh, one of my first cases was in Jackson, Ohio. <laughs> and ah, uh, Jackson. Actually, I had a bunch of construction cases in Jackson. First one. Um, you had a lot of fascinating things that happened to you. In Jackson. I love Jackson stories. Um, the first one was a man had saved all of his life to build his dream house, and it had poured concrete walls. Well, that that's common. Okay. 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 Cinder block or poured concrete walls. Okay. So, for the basement. Oh, okay, okay. Basement foundation. Okay. Okay. Those sit on top of usually an eight-inch concrete footer. Mm -hmm. Okay. The day they poured the concrete, it was raining Mm. for the footers. And the specifications he had were for a very low slump. So, Mm -hmm. slump is how quickly concrete slumps down after you remove a cylinder. So you take a cylinder of concrete, you pull the cylinder off. How quickly does that slump down? Right. Um, Or how much does that slump down? Okay. Lower the number means the thicker the concrete. Okay. They were basically using water. (laughs) Wow. So the higher the slump, right? like an 8-inch slump, means you take a 12-inch cylinder, it slumps down 8 inches. Yeah. Um, the lower the strength. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And their eight inch thick footers were only two to four inches thick. Oh man. That's not a good foundation for your house. No. 
No, that's right. a very bad foundation. And then they went ahead and poured the walls, which then naturally started shifting because... Yeah. Right. So he never got his house built because oh, he stopped it and yeah. he said, do it again. Yeah. Because he saw it was wrong. Yeah. Went to court, got a judgment, mm. actually was able to get pierce the corporate veil and get a judgment against the owner of the concrete company because oh, wow. he was the one who really did everything. Huh. And it was a big deal. Wow. The other one, to look at the house, you would go, this is beautiful. Like mm. a log cabin out in the woods. It was gorgeous. Yeah. Until you start really looking. Mm-hmm. And so there's something called stacking where you want your roof trusses in line with your... Um, the floor joists. Floor and, joists mm-hmm. and, you know, the two by fours that yeah. frame your walls. You want all of that stacked in a line. Yeah, it makes It prevents sense. slumping of your walls and roof and mm-hmm. prevents issues. So that's why you'll see houses, they always start from one end and move to the other, and then next time, same thing. Right. Because that's how you keep everything in line. Right. This house, it was like the roof joists were in the middle of spaces, Mm -hmm. which were also in the middle of spaces of floor joists, so nothing was stacked. Oh, man. And then they had heating issues, and there was no insulation, and... All of these problems. Yeah. But in Jackson, there's no inspections. Right. There's no certificate of occupancy. There's oh, no no oversight whatsoever. And so these people got a really bad house. Yeah. And they paid a lot for it. I'm sure. Um, and the builder went out of business and oh, he was in depositions. He was dipping. Oh, man. <laughs> during... <laughs> Right, oh, during depositions. Um, <laughs> it was colorful. Um, kept talking about a koozie tub, a jacuzzi tub, whirlpool bath. Wow. Koozie. Koozie tub. <laughs> Got to get the koozie yeah. tub fixed, yeah. which was leaking. <laughs> oh, man. Right. Um, so there was a whole bunch of issues. That's crazy. So huh. you don't want to have that happen. No. <laughs> so you vet your contractor. Yeah. And you want to make sure they are, you know, insured, bonded. See if they have errors and emissions insurance. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, make sure they have all the permits, the workers' comp, all of those good things. Right. Because if they don't, it can become a problem for you. Yeah. So that's just good planning. When in doubt, work with a realtor or a lawyer Yeah. to make sure that your interests are represented because guaranteed the realtor working for the Builder, yeah, is working for the builder. Yeah, they're not your agent. They are working for the builder. So, always keep those things in mind. Yep. Because yeah, you don't want some no. guy going. Well, the koozie tub went. <laughs> you don't want. You that don't in want your problems house. with your koozie tubs. No, <laughs> no, no. That's bad. That's very right. bad. Yeah. So, hope that that was educational and less about death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, next week, back to our death topics. Right. Yes. We'll try to avoid some death topics yes. for a while. <laughs> Anyways, I'm looking forward to Ben's lawyer joke of the week. But as always, we have a little housekeeping first. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can find us on Facebook. That is our primary landing page where you can comment, get news, or suggest topics for a future episode. If you are already following us, 
Thank you. We love you. You can also follow Boxland Media on Facebook as well. Uh, we do lots of things, up to including putting out the fine print with Attorney General every single week. Uh, you can also follow me on social media as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, my regular name on Facebook, if you want to try to find me there, or I'm on uh, Twitter at, uh, at the Almighty Ben. Good, and, good uh, luck trying to spell his last name. No one will ever get yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's it's not an easy one. Nope. But, uh, but yeah, uh, but yeah, and... Um, Thank you for for listening. Appreciate it. So, if you're new to the show, welcome. We hope you come back. If you like the show, we would appreciate it if you would take a few minutes out of your busy day, head over to iTunes and rate and review us. It helps us out with our visibility on the world's largest podcast repository. And finally, we would like to thank everybody again. Thank you for listening to our show. It's because of you that our podcast exists. Uh, especially all those crazy people over in the Netherlands. Thank you for listening. Every week, they're happy people. They're very happy people, and they really like our show. We We like them. Regular hits from there. So, thank you for listening. Um, And uh, if you like what you hear, remember to rate and review us on on uh, whatever you're getting your your podcast from. I kind of lost my train of thought there. I apologize. And sharing is sharing is caring, ladies (laughs) and gentlemen. Jen, do you want to hear this week's lawyer joke of the week? Absolutely. It is actually somewhat. Related to what we talked about today. Uh-oh. How many lawyers does it take to plaster a wall? Oh, I don't know. Who uses plaster anymore? Well, it okay? depends on how hard you throw them. Oh. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I like that yeah, one. Yeah, glad you uh, do. All right, folks. Well, until next time, I'm Ben Edenthal. And I'm Attorney Jen Rout, reminding you that ignorance of the law excuses no man from following it. All right, folks. We'll see you next time. This program is meant to be informative in nature and does not constitute actual legal advice or form an attorney-client relationship in any way. Views and opinions stated in this program are solely the views and opinions of the speaker. Each situation is different. Always consult an attorney in your state to analyze your specific legal needs. This program may change your views of attorneys in general, as they are not what they seem on TV. I mean, seriously, could the main character in Suits actually exist in real life? Boxland Media! Think big. This week's support for the fine print with Attorney Jen Rout comes from Thriven Financial. For more than 100 years, Thriven has offered financial guidance about saving, spending, and sharing. Thriven helps more than 2.3 million member owners be wise with money through its broad range of products and services, including life insurance, annuities, and mutual funds. To learn more about what makes Thrivent unique, contact John Grolo, FIC Financial Associate, at 614-567-7141.